Hello and welcome again to Wandering Monster, America's test table, where we don't play test games, no. We stress test them. My name is John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. Ian Savas. Mr. Paschke. There are a few various iconic moments from, uh, I say a few, there are countless, right? Iconic moments from movies from our youth, from our teenage years growing up, uh, things that stick with us, who who maybe more than we care to admit, define our personalities. Um, for instance, for instance, uh, there's a moment in uh, Inglorious Bastards where a gentleman named Bear Jew uh, <laughs> walks up to the plate uh, the plate being a Nazi skull with a baseball bat. Um, now, I like to think of myself not as a a. I mean, like, like let's be honest, I am kind of a bear and I am a Jew. Uh, so, are you? Is this going to go in the direction of you dating, or is this going to go in like this like horror? Elements? This is going in direct. Like, look, only one of those directions doesn't get me arrested. Uh, so. So okay, what I, what I'm saying is like that that stuck with me, and and there's various movies from various like uh, I know the first 3D moment in a film I saw uh, that stuck with me was when the uh, the pike goes through the back of the guy's skull in Jason Part 3D, and the eyeball mm. like goes like ah ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of those or, one of those or, films. Oh, go ahead. For some of us. It was uh, the moment in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when Judge Dredd began to squeal and uh, when I killed like, your brother, brother uh, I talked just I'm not like bad. This. I'm just drawn that way. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that like, yeah. for a bunch of kids to watch. <laughs> it, uh, you know what movie I did? Like, I never realized that Sarah Jessica Parker was uh, Sarah from uh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> uh, and so, and, and look, if you look me in the eye and you tell me Hocus Pocus was not a pivotal moment in your sexuality, <laughs> uh, I will call you a liar. Um, anyway, um, there's all these moments uh, that turn us to who we are, but a movie that is chock full of incredible... Uh, Stanley Kubrick, right, is known for creating these, like, moments. These, 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 these string of frames that is a perfect painting that encapsulates a moment. Uh, Stanley Kubrick did not direct what I'm talking about, but it's a well-known example. What I want to talk about is The Warriors, a movie that, that like, like reaches into your heart and, and squeezes. Because if you think about that film, nearly every scene in that movie is iconic every moment is is, is defining um and if you are let's just say prone to disagreeing with people in power or if you have ever felt like you had your back against the wall the warriors is like is a movie you could watch to get pumped up and feel like ready to take on the world Makes you want to come out and play. I can't. So tonight we are playing a game that is 
Uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'd say it's heavily inspired by the Warriors, but the way I'm coming into yeah. this game is super inspired by the Warriors. Um, Ian, take it away. Absolutely. Uh, so actually, um, I was sent copies of this. So um, the, the fantastic Pontus himself sent me from Sweden as a, a gift of love, these beautifully risographed printed uh, works of art. Uh, these are just absolutely gorgeous, and definitely they are homages to that pop 80s cultures that so many of these games that we've uh, playtested this year uh, invokes, and specifically early, the comic book versions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or if you're from the UK, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, uh, he- or Teenage Hero Turtles, instead of not Ninja, um, uh, a lot of those kind of comic books and, and movies like the warriors and such. So the book is chock full of these wonderful uh, homages and, and some of the names and some locations, uh, some of the character designs uh, brings me back to my childhood, especially like TMNT was something that uh, I, I consumed a lot of. So I smile at a lot of the, the references in here. The, yeah, if I may. Um... Yeah. So the, the name of the uh, system, as it were, is Alton YC-88, and uh, it is very much the New York of the pre-Giuliani era, mm-hmm. which is to say New York before the Disney store in Times Square, before like things got cleaned up. So it was like New York when it was still a kind of grimy, kind of like, uh, well you know uh a little scary to like midwesterners or whatever um and invoked often in cinema as like an urban jungle or like a scary place uh not quite so much as in the 70s but still in the 80s and uh this system imagines a new york that is even uh grimier and slimier let me jump in as well um i am famously uh anti-80s propaganda Uh, I'm not saying I hate everything from the 80s because there's some music and movies that like sing to my heart. I just I just wax romantic about the Warriors. Um, That's but, from the 70s, though. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to yeah. say, most of the things I like in the 80s were born in the 70s. But um, this book kind of encapsulates the shit I do like about the 80s. Like, the my problem with the 80s is that it's shiny. And I don't like shiny. I like brine-covered <laughs> filth. So... Uh, and is... like, oh man, those old teenage, uh, uh, those old ninja. I can't remember yeah, how you tried to get around the legal. Those old amphibious warrior men from the sewers that were green. Uh, man, those old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those old comics were Sits. brutal. Oh yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to cut in and say, like, sure. as the as the face of the anti eighties, uh, uh. We got a thumbs up. Yeah, like this is cool. I like it. You get a John Pass. I'll take it. Uh, kind of going a little bit just uh, as a as a quick recap of like all New York City '88, the uh, adventure saga that we will be starting tonight um, is a fantastic, beautiful um, series. This one here, the first installment, is Free Willy, um, and it is there's a sequel available to this called Dear Mister Tank Cop, and it's how I actually discovered this game awesome kickstarter and it has a huge player facing map and the gm or the players wear decoder glasses to hide gm information to the map so you actually have this beautiful brizzazine printed uh tactile game that's uh just gorgeously made so uh definitely i've been excited to um to show this off 
Um, but uh, I, if, if we don't get started here, I'm just going to keep talking more about how awesome this design is. You can pick this up from uh, Fantastic uh, Fiction. Uh, we'll give you a link for that to Pontus's Etsy. And he does writing with his collaboration group called Hornhand. And there is a part three in the works um, of the saga that is Dr. Zeke's Garments. And if that's not yeah, an awesome name for an adventure saga, Dr. Zeke's so Garments. Good, yeah um and and that uh link to that uh etsy store where you can buy that is available um on our twitter our instagram all of Facebook. our socials right now so go exactly. check it out. and just to confirm did john actually fall over backwards in this chair just now or was that how did i miss that i was so theatrical tumbling i missed him tumble man I, i'm not sure I, it, it might have just been him i i don't know but yeah the game is so good, you'll fall out of your seat. <laughs> Apparently. Hope. He looks intact, but not happy. Uh-oh. So, uh, but that that is fantastic. <laughs> While he is re-getting his equipment calibrated, <laughs> so we can uh, introduce tonight's... Actually, would one of you like to introduce tonight's gang? <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Uh, hi, everyone. Now we're down two hosts. <laughs> I'm Mr. No. Paschke, and I'm playing a character. Oh, I was going to say, well, let's oh, say, yeah, I, meant, the, I meant the, the gang. gang itself, because then yeah, we can do yeah, yeah. characters in a second. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. That's right. Just, it did reminded me, there's some famous sitcom moment where a guy, like, stepped off the set during a live thing and just fucked himself up real bad. I hope I John's, John's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so um, we are the executives. Uh, it is 1988. Uh, all hail the mighty uh, lizard uh, goddess, lizard queen, whom hath risen in our New York, where the slimy tunnels are infested and uh, the skyscrapers up above ain't so good either. We are the executives, and we like covering ourselves in shiny shit of the type that John is so adamantly opposed to. In particular, uh, we like audio equipment and breakdancing, and uh, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. Um, I am snake uh kisplin and um i uh am rocking not one but three pairs of sony walkman headphones and all of them are simultaneously playing the 1981 cramps album psychedelic jungle um this is where i get my seven seconds of rant uh so hey kids on tiktok who are taking that wednesday dance from the adams family and taking out the cramps goo goo muck and putting in Lady Gaga's uh, Bloody Mary. Cut that shit out. The cramps are great, and you should listen to them. That's all. Well, thank you for introducing your character. And Mr. Paschke, I wasn't trying to cut you off earlier. I so you no, good. Go to expose about the gang while John is reassembling his various body parts. Uh, but go ahead and introduce your character as well. Hey, kids, you like gun tricks? yo-yo tricks <laughs> let's not bury the lead here why because i'm cool that is cool i'm max cool the sound of like styrofoam rubbing is i i hate that noise but if you don't hate that noise i'm not gonna rub styrofoam together uh basically my entire outfit is styrofoam cups along my sh my arms my shoulders just i'm insulated I've got like really oversized sunglasses. I'm pretty much the coolest kid in town. Literally. John, are you okay? 
Yeah, how you doing, buddy? Ring, ring, motherfuckers. <laughs> Hello? Will you accept the quick call from the operator? <laughs> um, <clears throat> my, uh, <laughs> my name is the operator. And you can tell that I'm the operator, except no substitutions, because I wear a full suit of armor made from a phone booth. If if anyone comes by, if if like a middle-aged woman come by asking for Josh or Joshy or Joshua, uh, I don't know who that is. Is it me? Operator! <laughs> um, the operator, excuse me, is a towering, a towering man who not only wears a suit of armor made from a telephone booth, but looks like it's like, oh yeah, that's that's a legitimate choice for that person. Um, he has weapons made out of telephone stuff um, as well, and is truly terrifying. Um... His teeth have all been replaced with uh, with the keys from a big handheld cell phone. Like he has a grill of self like phone keys. <laughs> His um, mouth is a beeper. Uh, Do you no, have but he does phone? have four. He does have a cod piece made of uh, beepers. Um, <laughs> all of them set to vibrate. Yeah. He uh, the operator hates all things pertaining to uh, weakness, uh, but loves dancing. Uh, <laughs> his favorite movie is some 80s dance movie. Uh, you fill breaking. in the blanks. What? Stepping up. Breaking. Probably breaking. It's breaking. Uh, it's breaking. I hope yeah. that's not a... Sh- Ezra suggests a footloose, and so I need to find a good divorce lawyer. Wow. No, but that'd be funny if I saw a phone booth doing those dances. I Desiree, Desiree recently like yes. I've never seen Footloose. Desiree yes. had never seen Footloose, um, but she was forced to watch it at the doctor's office. It said there's a scene where like a tractor's slowly driving towards a guy, and like the guy's screaming in fear, but the tractor's going like ten miles an hour and it's like a mile away. Yeah, Please yeah, tell yeah. me the doctor was a podiatrist. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing, but no, no, it was not. It was, it was not a podiatrist. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's J- the operator. Oh, the executives, that's us. We're ready to rumble. So as a as a quick step back, for we'll get you at the board meeting. Uh, when you are playing this game, you and your players can create your own gang. There is a fantastic engine that gives flavors about the characters. So to give a snapshot of the executives um, by rolling what their style is, they cover themselves in synthetic materials, notably like trashy things, plastic, Kevlar, ski boots, whatever. Are we orcs? In my your case, people... uh, faux snakeskin, which is rad because I'm kind of a slick motherfucker. Yeah. You love music and breakdancing, also spiritualism, um, which is kind of a, a fun intersection with that. Your hideout uh, is a very large series of uh, luxury tents, basically, with lots of rooms and carpeting uh, on an old abandoned um, subway platform. 
basically I'm saying is there's a lot of really cool, fun flavor that you can do with this with this book. So uh, I'm glad to see all of you enjoying the executives, which is such a uh, a juxtaposition of like living in trash detritus and living in a tent. Um, so before we set the scene of uh, the subterranean tunnel system of Alt New York City, your gang gets its funding through. Uh, robbing and through burglary. So just tell me very briefly what your latest exploit was and what, what is it that you were able to bring back on your latest heist? Um, <clears throat> our latest uh, attempt at burglary was... <laughs> well, look, hey. Did your phone go up in the middle of it? <laughs> all of them. All of his beepers. <laughs> And then I handed I handed like the phone attached to my chest to Snake and be like, tell her I'm not here. (laughs) Why is you got the number? (laughs) Anyway, um (laughs) our last attempted heist was um the ruins of the Chrysler building. Um we we were made aware of um did Pasky say it was a supply of tab tab cola? yes i was gonna throw that out there yeah, oh, yeah I love, no yeah. no yeah for sure <laughs> uh, we were we were going for the tab cola uh mm-hmm. some of us for the energy that tab cola provides um, some of us for the armor <laughs> that we could make out of the cans uh, uh operator on the other hand had heard of a secret stash of nope that's a 90 soda never mind um <laughs> okay soda i was gonna say okay this is um, alt, so not everything's going to be one hundred percent eighties because we are dealing with an alternate future past. Nineteen eighty-eight, where Mountain Dew happened like way too early. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's what we're big. Yeah. Anyway, we 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 broke into the Chrysler Building. Uh, unfortunately, two things went wrong. First, um, Snake got super distracted by the uh, supply of staples. And boxes of like old big pens. I mean, uh, come on. Yeah. yeah. And and then uh my phone went off. <laughs> uh <laughs> and while I was panicking about my phone, I tripped on uh Snake's head cone head cone, headphone cord, ripping it out so that it was just suddenly blaring the cramps, uh, which alerted our rival gangs that were present and we had to flee. So Setting the scene, you can see that there is a lot of heart with the executives, but sometimes things just don't go as planned. So you return mostly empty-handed, a couple of cans of tab that maybe you stat you know you got from uh, raiding a vending machine on the way back, and uh, some and some staples, and some staples, uh, and you have wormed your way back, avoiding the roaming packs of cops on the surface to get to the relative safety of the underground. Excuse so, me. We've snaked our way back. <laughs> You've wormed your way back to the underground. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you get back to your fortress. It's, what do you call your tent fortress, by the way? Um, the flagship. The what? Uh, corpor- corporations tend to call their like headquarters or their like big fancy store the flagship. Oh, the okay. flagship. Yeah, I like that. So you... Uh, find yourself back at the flagship um, nursing your wounds pulling staples out of your skin um, and practicing your sick yo-yo tricks 
um, when you are summoned by Nadine, your gang leader, in the backmost room of the tent of the flagship, as it were. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Nadine is a well, she is a personality. Uh, she perpetually has her eye patch on after she lost her eye in a pie-eating competition gone awry, sabotaged <laughs> by the rival gay clown, um, the rival gang, the clowns, um, but they're dead now, so it's okay. Um, but she's always been a little bit on edge uh, since then. You, she's uh, still- back, hmm? uh, dead clowns, twice as funny. <laughs> the, the what really should have tipped her off during the pie eating contest is that it tasted funny but mm. um <laughs> sorry cheap joke cheap joke um so she's just been a little bit um itching to uh have a big heist or, or do a big mission something just to kind of um uh, get her her face back as it were um, but she seems much more agitated and on edge when you go in and uh, you meet with her. Uh, she stares you down for just a second with her one eye, painfully aware that you didn't get enough cans of tab for everyone in the flagship. Sighs, and in her gravelly smokes six packs a day, uh, which no doctor would advise you to do that. She goes, <clears throat> spits a big gobbet of phlegm on the floor. Willie wasn't missing last night. <clears throat> he went out on a special search mission. I want you to find him and bring him back. If anyone has hurt him, I want revenge. But also, he's carrying something of great value. Willie wanted some money to go up to the surface. He heard there was a, a deal, something special he could buy. Give him a wad full of cash and he came back with just a Casio watch. We thought maybe he'd been scammed that Willie is sometimes dumb as a sack of potatoes. We know that, but the watch has a capacity to pip up a signal, like a certain signal, and he thought that that signal would lead him to one of Dr. Zeke's garments. Oh, no possibly, way. Yeah, possibly the gloves. Everyone knows that Dr. Zeke was a mythical ruler of the underground, a very famed gang leader who dabbled with some of the forces down in the deepest levels of the underground, the lower levels. And he was a connoisseur of like haute couture and fine fashion. And he made otherworldly garments, things imbued with power. So everyone, when anyone mentions Dr. Zeke's name, there's a little bit of like a hush. Um, as you know, legend has it that Dr. Zeke, uh, I gave him exposition early, as uh, a well-known leader of the underworld many years ago. He had found passage down to the lower levels, and <clears throat> she hacks and spits again. And uh, uh, he found his way down and was in contact with some of the weird shit that was down there. He was really into fashion, and when it came to applying the knowledge he obtained, he chose to do so by crafting three garments, three pieces of clothing, they're said to have special powers, and Willie, he wanted to see what those powers were about. Zeke was killed in the Mega Zeke War, or the, the Mega Wars against the Zoids, and the garments were lost. I know because the Zoids were later destroyed by my father, cousin's gang, the stereotypes, but they never found nothing. <laughs> Our neighbors may have, of course, taken him, 
and should check in with the razor faces um, and the ogres. The razor faces, uh, their leader just recently died and is said to left some sort of his heritage behind, uh, something in a box. It's unclear what it is. Um, if it could be a material asset or maybe intel or secretive and the ogres have been up to something so best be careful uh maybe uh first meeting at the maybe meet with them at the the junction you can always call uh boar is the ogre spokesperson and their point of contact and set up an appointment or maybe meet with the razor faces and see what info you can get out of them and see if you can find that they're hiding anything um you notice this entire time she's been talking to you, she has not blinked once. And like her eye looks like it's just drying out, but she's just almost eyeing one of those cans of tab that you're holding. Oh, I get it to her. Thank you. She just shotguns it just like <laughs> it's just like no, no nail, nothing. She just like takes her finger, just pokes it hard in. She, Real question, is that shit for sale still somewhere? I think it's finally died, like uh, yeah. right around pandemic. Mm. So, uh, quick question: uh, Can I have can I, can I have met Nadine uh, in summer camp when we were kids? She will never admit it. <laughs> so, wait, don't wait, worry, Nadine... don't worry, Nadine. We, including me, the operator, make she... sure we find me, bring him back safe. Uh, also, my mom wants to know if you're going to come over for dinner on Friday. <laughs> so how old is your character versus how old is Nadine? Was Nadine a camp counselor or or was Nadine there something was more? Nadine a camp counselor. Yeah. But like, like she, so she would have been like 15 and I would have been like 13. Like major crush for a couple of years. And then like once I was old enough to like not be a little kid anymore, just like. I, I maintained the following her around like a puppy, but like lost the like she's so dreamy part and just like, yeah, she's a badass. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be as badass as possible so I can be a badass like her. A big clanking puppy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm like a bulldog uh who got his foot caught in a little bit of fence and just dragging it around. You can tell that uh, Nadine was a handicraft counselor, just ju judging by how everyone just makes their own gear out of whatever detritus you Leather find. Leatherworking, man, I'm guessing. Uh, I yeah, love it. for sure. Um, I really like, uh, so the Razor Face is like, that's just an excellent name for a gang. Um, so I'm going to say to my compatriots, like, Hey fellows, I think we should check out those razor faces. For context and kind of where you are in the world, you are in the upper levels of the underground and with your immediate territory, you're kind of in a junction area where you have your territory and the razor faces are a little bit off to that. You kind of have a friendly relationship with them uh, as long as you respect each other's boundaries and turf. Their whole thing is motorbikes. They clear out sections of the abandoned subway so they can do races, and it's not uncommon Yo, to have awesome. gambling. Yeah, that's fucking dope. That's radical. The ogres um, are a somewhat reclusive uh, gang. They're rumored to all be family, but you rarely see them because they're afflicted <laughs> with some type of genetic disorder. The tunnels, the tunnels have eyes. 
<laughs> the the older they get, the the more their bodies swell and contort uh, with this monstrous growth. So the elders of the family are just are completely out of sight and won't even meet with you. If you were even to meet with the esteemed mysterious leader, the ogres, you don't even know their name. You'd be meeting with them in almost something like a confessional, so you won't actually see how deformed they are. Dear Daddy, I've been a bad boy. The the razor faces sound like a better gang from the standpoint of like uh, the name, but uh, meeting in a confessional is pretty dope too. So I actually Uh, leave it up to you guys. I'm going to I'm going to argue for the razor faces as well because motorcycle abandoned subway motorcycle races that's sick as fuck. What does uh, Max cool think is the most important thing? Oh, that's true. I What's mean, the coolest thing? What's the real sa- cool? It sounds pretty cool. Not as cool as me, <laughs> but you know, I could go for a race in an abandoned subway tunnel. I guess. <laughs> yeah. That Why does not? sound like a blast. Yeah. So I don't. I don't like them because none of their bike. I can't. I don't fit on any of their bikes, guys. <laughs> Well, if you took that shit off it for once in a while, hey, um, hey, you, hey. you know. So we're. We I lost the key. With... <laughs> <laughs> now, can confirm, can confirm. I will say this much: that like one of those old ass phone booths uh, would have made excellent armor because every one I've ever been in seemed like somebody was trying as hard as they could to break it and failing. Like yeah. all the windows were like kind of like distorted and contorted, maybe cracked, but like. They were still there, you know, like fucking things could stop a bullet. All and right, they can go um, back in time. That's how strong I am. I right. turn one into armor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, right. I, I was also inspired by like Bob Log the Third. I, I also did have an angle grinder, <laughs> full confession. So the region between your three gang territories is called the junction. It's where you uh, have your meeting, your discussions about allying against various common threats illegal gambling based on the races from the razor faces there's also a a couple of pay phones there that are hardwired to link to each of the gang territories so if you ever needed to get a hold of someone instead of trespassing you could just call one of the gang leaders up and you will get a hold of one of the representatives i assume we have some kind of ritual where we can like essentially go to the edge of the razor face territory and do a thing to be like hey Neighbors, we're here to borrow a cup of sugar. Style. Listen to the GM. He just explained it. It's a payphone type deal. Hardwired payphones. Yeah. Straight to each gang at the junction. You would think you should know this. Yeah. Payphone expert. I will fight all of you. (laughs) You think you think you're safe because you're in Indiana and Utah? But no, (laughs) I will. I I will. He doesn't know where I live. (laughs) Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. In Utah. <laughs> now our fans are going to stalk us. Thanks. John, I didn't John, talk sure John, John, I never think I'm safe because I'm in Utah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, side note. Side note. Uh, in my in my company Slack, they're going crazy for Christmas, uh, as they do. And so I was like, hey, John, do you decorate? I was like, no, I decorate the inside of my house for Hanukkah. I don't really feel safe decorating the outside. Oh, why is that? <laughs> well, do you, is that really? A, hey, can we get HR in here real quick? Let, let so they can just write me up as I talk. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So Love I'll make the call. I'll make the call. I'm a natural diplomat. I'm very outgoing. <laughs> My dance, I do the snake better than anybody. Um, and I packed cardboard so that while we're waiting, we have something to do. Um, so I place the call um, to the razor faces and I say, you know, Hey, Daddy O, uh, we need want to meet and talk about some stuff if you'd meet us at the junction. Uh, and uh, assuming that they say yes, uh, we're then just going to like break it on down on that cardboard until they meet us there. You you think that they said okay. In the background, you hear tons of like engines revving, and then it sounds like a bunch of people throwing shit against the walls. Like there's like a shit ton of noise and metal, and you think you hear okay, uh, and you're like, hopefully. those guys sound awesome. Fuck this um, gang. I won't be part of their gang, but I can't yeah, actually, like, fucking honestly, motorcycles. Honestly, I'm slightly tempted to switch gangs right now. Like just just a little bit. Um, I mean, executives ride or die, but like. It's all the smashing and the racing. They, they may be cool, but they're not as cool as the executives. I mean, come on. Check out the well, sweet yo-yo trick. They're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm instantly convinced. Instantly convinced. Yeah. <laughs> you won me back over. <laughs> I'm but so I pull out my gun. Yo-yo. <laughs> You're not leaving. Did I pull out my gun? <laughs> So while you're waiting, uh, you get a look around the junction. Uh, it's a large open area with almost like vaulted ceilings, um, some type of old maybe construction hub for the tunnels way back in the day. There are ladders and platforms clinging to the walls and tunnels going various ways to take you uh, upwards, downwards, and sideways through the, the sewer and tunnel complex. The lights are flickering, there's slime dripping from the walls, weird bugs scatter when you enter. It's home. Uh, so after a while, you um, as you're sitting, you're sitting there. You see the big opening to the highway just leering out at you. That's the area that people don't really go down because that's a tunnel that goes so deep and onward into the tunnel complex that it's uncharted territory. It's where the mutants live and dwell. Um, you kind of get a sense of foreboding, and you, you think as you're waiting for the representative of the razor faces to come that you hear sounds of dragging or shuffling feet, um, maybe some growling. Not, not anywhere close, but just kind of echoing from the bowels of the tunnel. After a while, it kind of completely is eroded by the sound of like shit ton of engines wailing as it's like you hear like a fleet of bikes just tearing, you know, just hauling ass down this uh, corridor. And if you've ever been down in a tunnel system uh, full of illegal underground racing, it's loud. Um, you can almost even smell the output of the engines oh, before they arrive. Um, so the Razor Faces, um, they all have their helmets on they have a plume of like feathers or hair uh like horse hair down their helmets all of them just kind of festooned out uh in full regalia uh to, to meet with you 
the one you notice though that instead of like the characteristic like little red flags and pennants they have off their bikes they've been replaced with black ones and you Uh can tell that they're in mourning for yeah their leader kevin the devil who just passed all of you know that he passed um and it's a a pretty solemn even if it's a rival gang to lose your leader are they rivals or are they friendly you said we had a kind of good relationship with them neutrally a cordial yeah so i'd i'd like to um meet with their representative and start the the affair by cracking open one of our last remaining cans of tab crack open a warm one yeah and and pouring it out and saying this one's for what was it frank the devil kevin devil kevin devil yeah this this, this one's for kevin the devil he's the best devil in hell now and uh you know we all have like a hearty hurrah for for kevin there's a, a moment of silence after the hurrah and all of the razor faces bow their heads for a second one of them comes forward and his knee pads have skulls on them takes off his helmet and he introduces himself as joey tempest hell um, yeah good name you can see that he has even adorned like a temporary morning tattoo like one of those like temporary tattoos on his cheek of like a black pennant um and he goes you have business during a time of mourning what's what's the beef kids and uh i i would just express that uh no beef uh no beef we we're, we're just trying to figure out if we should be in mourning ourselves willie's Fuck gone you should be. what do you mean should you be in mourning do you oh, no, fucking no. clowns should they be in mourning <laughs> And then, like all of them start revving their engines, and like this, like <laughs> plume of smoke comes up. I, um, uh, I, <laughs> I pull up my receiver and dial, uh, and I want to amplify that so it kind of goes above the revving, just to like get their attention, just to make like a dial tone sound. Yeah, um, <laughs> you do, and. Uh, uh, you are still like tension, and you can almost hear like teeth gritting above all this. Um, I, look, I'm the operator, <laughs> and here's what I have to say. Of course, of course, we're in mourning for Kevin. What my friend meant to say is that one of ours is missing, and we're afraid that our our dismay our depression our crushing anguish will be doubled so since this there's a little bit of tension at first and a little bit of just unease because everyone's on edge i want you to make the first roll of the evening and you're going to be making a convinced check operator so you're okay. going to be rolling uh 2d12 okay. well okay but uh remember i said negotiation was going to be my skill okay. yep does that uh, does that do anything for me? That that would be so. Go ahead and, and make your roll, and then um, if Where's you're not satisfied with how close your two dice are, you, you can re-roll re-roll. one of them. Uh, so while he's rolling for our viewers, what's fun about this mechanism is that you have dice um, assigned to your stats, and the larger the die size, the worse the stat nope. is. Yeah, four. I rolled an um, eleven and a seven, so my difference is. Did four. you want to re-roll any of those? Or are you comfortable with your uh, four? So can I take the better result if I roll? So as I'm explaining to the audience, depending where you, how you roll your, your dice, you're looking at the difference between the two values. If you have a skill, 
that is something that's unique to your character or one of your gang skills, you can re-roll one of those two dice to try to close the gap. The smaller gap between your two uh, dice you've rolled, the better the result. I'll keep the four. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so that means it's a, it's a partial success with a kind of a complication. So there's uncomfort, and you can see that um, the Tempest looks at you and goes, we're all hurting, brother, and we don't know if we can be of much help, but if you've got one of yours missing and it's tearing you up, maybe if you help us out, maybe we help you out, what's what's going on? All right, and... Uh... I was paying attention to Nadine. I was busy reading the back of my tab. So can you can you tell him? Yeah, yeah I got this. So I, I break it on down for him, leaving out the uh, the Zeke's garments uh, portion of it um, for now, just because that would complicate things, uh, and explain that, you know, Willie was sent to make a purchase and did not come back and uh nadine has sent us uh personally on a mission to retrieve him if possible and to wreak terrible vengeance upon whomever hath done him wrong otherwise and i'd go ahead and say and we'd be happy to help you if you can help us in any way um what is their need uh was you saying that one that one of you is kind of missing goes will what is it that he looked like? A quiet one. What did he look like? <laughs> That's you, Pashki. Oh yeah. Uh I think sorry. we just get to what free did Willie describe like? Willie. Um we didn't describe Willie before, did we? Nope. No, you get to so what does Willie look like? Bit. Oh, you know, just uh not as cool as, as us, obviously, or you guys, but you know, long hair and braids, uh, had a bandana around his head. Uh, let's see, how else did Willie look like? Uh, you know, carry around acoustic guitar. Um, you know, just a uh, little jeans. I'm sorry, head. are you describing Willie Nelson to them? <laughs> you son of a bitch, you thought you could sneak that in? <laughs> I didn't get you on. I'm Austin. <laughs> I have Willie's blood burning through my veins. Literally, it's a requirement of living here. They give you a transfusion. You're welcome. <laughs> That's all sack of shit. So, like uh, weed. Yeah. so Joey Tempest, uh, he was. You start describing what uh, Willie looks like. He goes, "Oh, I think I heard about that. I think." Um, yeah, I think one of us has probably seen your senior man. Um, we can uh, we can take you to him and uh, to Buster, and Buster can tell you what he's seeing. Mm, as far as what you could do for us, well, everyone's out to get her. Ever since Kevin died, and he's uh, he left an inheritance with us. All the other gangs are trying to get it, and we we want to lock it up. He told us not to the meddling things that we don't know about, and the key is it, there's a key that's missing for a door, and we don't know what's behind the door, but we know if no one else has gotten that door open, then it's safe. So if you can help us find the key to this door, then uh, we'll call things even. We help you find your man and. Things would be good. 
he All starts right. to like resist itching that temporary tattoos on his face because <laughs> those things itch. Yeah. I think it's important that we use this time of grief to solidify our bonds as brothers in brothers. awesome shit. We're going to help you find that key. We're going to keep these other fucking jackals away from your inheritance as rightfully yours. Um, all right. A so, deal, um, a deal is forged. Cool. So they, they give you clearance to uh, walk through their tunnels because things are a little bit tense. They're not going to offer you right on the back of their bike. So they'll say, they they'll meet you back. I mean, I was looking forward to hugging one of them, but I'm looking through my skills and like I don't think I have anything that's very good for key detection. Uh, do we like so? Let's before they take off, let's ask them like you know where where was it last seen? Where did you have it last? When when do you um, last remember having the key? So he goes well. Maybe you're not familiar with all of the ways of the razor faces. See, at the back of our territory, there's the abyss. The abyss is straight down to hell. It's just a big-ass shaft that goes all this down into the lower dark. A big-ass uh, shaft, you say? A big-ass shaft, I say. That was my nickname in high school. The, I call bullshit. Yeah, fair. The, the you abyss, didn't go to high school. <laughs> separates what we call the platform from our territory basically there's just this drop off and so it's a rite of passage that we rev our bikes and if someone can ramp off and sail over the abyss in a bike and land on the platform then they're the leader no one's ever made it um actually uh there was a challenge to kevin and Kevin just wanted to prove how awesome he was, and he tried to make the the ramp, and he failed. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's uh, what did him in. But that's wrong. on the other side of the platform, there's a door with a, a lock on it, and none of us have ever been in it, and we just know there's something good in there. So none of us have seen the key. We just know that any door that's locked has a key, and it's got to be somewhere. Nothing right. truly leaves the underground. We've got um, a plan already. Uh, what I need is um, okay. So you do have lock picking though. So and that's what I was thinking. Um, like I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, I probably don't have crazy good motorcycle skills. Does anybody else on our team have that? Let's so motorcycle, see. a type of vending machine. A type of what? Vending machine. Uh, it, 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 yeah, you put in um, gasoline and it vends carbon monoxide. I I also want to point out that um, smash something is one of my character skills, and I'm very good at it. So it works. Like uh, I have one of my weapons is a telephone sign pole, and I have found that that makes a pretty good key for I've most locks. It. I can pick the lock. I just have to figure out how to get over the goddamn abyss. So let's think about this. Uh, also, wanna, I wanna have a side note. Cross it on foot. I have yeah. long distance running slash jumping. I forgot oh, about sh- like I just read running and moved on, but no. Do you think can you can I jump run it? and jump further than a motorcycle can go, my dude? It'd be pretty hey, cool if I hey, could. Hey, can I Charles, skills? Do you think this cool? is real life? <laughs> 
Can I? Because I believe in patch game. I I would like to stack my long distance jumping with my keeping it cool because it'd be really cool if I could jump that. I want to see him try. <laughs> wait, really wait, 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 wait. Okay, Patchkey, I have I have an axe made from a telephone sign placard. Okay. I'm going to put it down at the edge. You run as fast as you can, jump, and as you go, land on the sign, and I'll launch you using <laughs> my strength. So we'll double your jumping and speed with my strength. Wolverine and, the, and uh, Colossus did this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so as you make your way towards the Razor Faces HQ, as they leave you to eat their dust and breathe their dust and drink their dust, um, mm, dust. I'd like all mm, dust. I would like <laughs> all of you here. to make me a focus check. Oh hell! What guy is that for me? Uh, for you, Snake, that would be that would be D twelve for you, Snake. I critted. Oh, you got. I rolled. I rolled two, and then I rolled two again. All right. Uh, so you've got one. I was pretty nervous. I rolled that first two. Uh, my total is two. Okay, and we're some noticing motherfuckers. Yeah, four, one and a five. Okay. All right. So. The so as you are descending down the corridor operator, and you start to get a little bit of like static in your receiver, and you look around and you notice way back past with the junction uh, as you're descending down this this corridor. Oh, I have dark vision, by the way. That's true. You can you can reroll on this dice if you want. No, no, um, two is already very good. So um, you see that. A, you're being like you being followed very very far in the distance um, by someone trying to cling to the shadows and like a very dark purple shawl. Um, purple shawl. Like, Can I get any more information with a critical success? I, I was there was still there was still. Oh, I'm sorry. They're they're they're, they're like slowly plottily moving along. Um, in fact, like you would almost not even detect them. They're so far away, but they're just. Not following you too closely, but at a very long distance, as if they're just seeing where you're going. Then they turn around and look back, um, and they go back the way that they came. Um, Snake, well, you also see this kind of shrouded little figure. You get that feeling of being watched, and you see that person kind of like melt back as well. Uh, Max, cool, you're crinkling. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's <laughs> it's cool to rub styrofoam together, it's I like guess. It's like that sound when you rub, like, two pickle slices together. Mm -hmm. What? Sorry, that's a SpongeBob reference. I, I showed okay. it almost... <laughs> the tiny yeah. little squeak that... Sorry. That's... That's... <laughs> I love SpongeBob. I need to hunt down that episode and watch it. That's marvelous. Cause you... Okay. Anyways, um, so... Anything you're doing, do you still follow the... Yeah. Yeah, but I think we have to look out for mutant activity at this point. I think we're being hounded by something from back that was looking at us from the dark... You called it the highway? So, when you are at that junction, you have your way that goes to your territory, the ogres, razor and, face the razor faces, and uh -huh. then you have the highway it's like the no person's land that no one goes because 
mutants lurk there. Mutants are very large, muscular-bound humans that have animal heads. They're a byproduct of the, the lizard men uh, that lurk in the deeper, more uh, mm. bowel bowels of this place that have weird sorceress-like sciences. Mm. What do we know about the mutants, like sentient, feral? Yeah, they live mostly in the L line, and their major goal is to awaken the lizard mother, who you were invoking earlier, the large crocodile that hasn't been seen since 1975 when she went into the Hudson River during a full eclipse and has not been seen. And she slumbers somewhere deep in the sewer system, um, waiting to awaken and reclaim her dominion. So the Lizardmen are mostly a malign force, uh, the mad scientists, if you will, like the mole people, the uh, true New World Order that uh, rules us all. Yeah, man. What? That's a real popular anti-Semitic trope right there, bud. What is it? Yeah. Lizard yeah. people are considered. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. There are just a bunch of just stupid things that people make that are terrible things to represent um, you know, Jews, and I'm sorry about that. It's, it's okay, it's, and, it's, I, and, it's, and I want to be clear. I do not the think book, the book is not adding it. I let me, the embellishment. Yeah, let me let me let me throw this out there. It was not a a thing like that until David Icke made it that way. Um, the like it used to be just like a Dungeons and Dragons, like they were like any sort of you know humanoid animal or whatever like the chocolate but, lights and yeah those. but but a conspiracy theorist a british one named david ike came up with this whole like lizard people run the world thing that's a thinly veiled code for you know anyway I, anyway i've never yeah. looked too far down the alley i just pulled it from surface awareness of dumb yeah, and that's the thing is that anyone who does this generally yeah. pulls from like this is a funny conspiracy theory that seems really out there the the problem is is that it's like like the people who do believe it are a hundred percent like yeah, and those are the Jews. Well, this is an illustration that if you believe that you're bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> That's you're right. not cool if you believe that. You're As not is, cool. you're we just cool. know that the mutants are a semi-sinister product of mad science, yes. aka wild card, aka my kind of party. But AKA in this Paul, game, <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry, John. I, I it's uh, okay. I just Thank it's you for educating me. That's a thing I cannot turn off, so I, I apologize no, for party pooping. No, if <laughs> no, it's a, if it, no, that means that some viewer would be like, "Man, that guy is a total a hole." So I appreciate you bringing it to the forefront here at Wandering Monster. We are committed to our values. So uh, this is another place that's so true. That the more you know, uh, yeah, I know. It's like if we could just right. like, like in post, just like. Shh. There's no way that we would have to pay for that. That had to have been. It was like public television. I, you know what? It? We're gonna do. We're gonna do our own. That's like. No, you fucking no scumbag. <laughs> it's like a skull. It's like, it's like, <laughs> well, we'll do the death clock version of the little like riff, you know, instead of. I want da, 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 da. whatever it is. I want Pasky to like draw whatever it is that's gonna go. Oh, I love that, and I will. I will ask Harlan to do a heavy metal. Uh, I will ask Harlan of Bog Wizard to do a heavy metal riff that we can play with the. The more you oh, need. Yeah. Now you yeah, know what the fuck ends, When we talk about other plugs, I did get the the Bog Wizard coffee. So uh, oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. You? Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're, right. we we oh, we suspect that, that there is a mutant. Following, following us. us yeah <laughs> and we Probably. are currently very it, it excitedly be. talking about how we're going to accidentally kill uh max cool 
so uh yeah like um i mean i don't want to crush his dreams is all i don't want to i don't want him to die but i do want to see him i want to see him succeed i hey, wouldn't mind operator 100 percent believes this will work you see all the styrofoam it's like for... <laughs> yes it's <laughs> you're so lightweight <laughs> this is hold <laughs> these muscles I, I hope Look at that, styrofoam. Like, we Max, will win. Max, I cool. I hope that you like take your your cups that you're wearing and like fan them out to make wings. So you just like, I'm basically a model airplane. I have a question. Like, you know how um like a, a proper bike jump, there's like it goes down, 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 but then it goes like up, up, up a little bit. So that my, my question is, is he going to be having to be running uphill when he clears the <laughs> abyss? You will find out once you get to the abyss. Um, and maybe there's a reason why uh, people haven't passed. Um, that's so funny to me. Because they're cowards. <laughs> oh, oh, split, split, split. <laughs> so uh, after an educational and humorous uh, jaunt to the Razorfaces uh, headquarters, yep. mm. You find that you are expected. Uh, Joey Tempest is very, uh, you know, he's very busily occupying himself while he's been waiting with a game and watch. Um, and you can hear like the cheery blips and bloops as he's playing Jump Man or something like that. Oh, um, yeah. And takes you into the Razor Faces HQ. You've never been there. Um, it's a large garage and it has five heavy metal doors that open vertically inside its main bay. And behind three of it, you're hearing an absolute holy hell of a ruckus. Like you hear and see things being thrown from the inside against the doors. There are at least three or four boom boxes of like conflicting hair metal blaring at the same time. Just a mix of power riffs. Oh, yeah. And uh, the rest of the razor faces that are hanging out in the kind of what they deem the social area pay absolutely no attention to it. And Joey Tempest is talking to you, normal conversation tone not raising his voice over the absolute ass can din that is uh, in the garage base next to you. As, as you can see, and it's just like barely hear him, um, this is where we uh, we congregate. This is where we fix our, our bikes, and there's a row of beautiful bikes. Uh, we'll take you into Kevin's workshop, and um, let's show you uh, let's show you what we got. Um, standing outside what's Kevin's workshop, the last of the bay doors, um, is a pretty bulky man with like oddly to almost two size, like too small head for like how large and broad the shoulders is. Um, and leaning against the teeth, this is here leading against the walls, this guy, and he smiles at you and his teeth are just gold. Um, Joey Tempest is like, that's Buster. That's the guy who done senior guy. Okay. Um, uh, as uh, Joey, um, you know, walks through the bay, he uh, hangs his helmet on his bike, and when he does, like his hair flows out, um, and um, you you notice for the first time as he like shakes off his hair and and uh, looks at you that he looks uh, surprisingly like Joey Tempest from uh, uh, Final Countdown, and fair. Um, not that someone would have a more humorous <laughs> recollection with that. Anywho, um, uh, 
So he in, in, uh, introduces the Buster, and uh, Buster looks down at you with this giant frame, and he goes, Stop! <laughs> like, little head, big body is always a... Uh, so um, I, I, I say, Stop! to Buster, and then, like, just to, to like, grease the wheels right out of the gate, uh, I'm going to give him my bag of gummy snakes. Buster! <laughs> My name is the operator. My favorite. And he just like and, takes up, uh, and I won't I won't correct him. Like I'm 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 not that big a dick. So yeah. Buster, my name's the operator, and I like your fucking muscles, brother. No, you could just as he just like just just like choose a fistful of these gummy gummy snakes. Apologies to our ASMR fans out there. Uh, this is not soothing. <laughs> are you not entertained what it is is hella evocative i love it uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah so we i saw saw the guy with the dreads and uh yeah he got jumped by uh some mutants it was a god damn it there's a lot of mutants and uh It'd be really was, cool if you tell us more about the mutants instead of eating the candy we brought you. you know? so, just so, trying to, like, you know, peer pressure him a little bit. Are Are you actually are you like wanting to make that to be like a the level of that you're wanting to make a convince check to like get to the point? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's okay, what I'm trying to go do. for it. Okay, and so uh, for you, Max, cool. Uh, convince is D10. Cool, I have an advantage on that for being so fucking cool. I mean, I uh, if you my difference is one. Oh, negotiation is yeah, our, uh, all right. Gangsta. So yeah, um, so yeah, you uh get Buster's attention, and what does it you tell him to get him to the point? Yeah, I'm just like, hey man, you know, it'd be really cool if you could uh, help us out and not eat so many gummy worms when we're trying to figure okay. this this case out. You <laughs> so, know. Because you're, you're kind of being rude. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he he uh, who, takes the last of the gummy you are, worms. John Baltusberger. <laughs> he, he puts them in his cheeks, and you get him like <laughs> sucking the juice between them. And you go, all right, just, just come this way. So he brings you into uh, Kevitt's private quarters, um, and you see that, like, this is a uh, you know this the uh, the door that like, you've got a big bay door next to it is a kind of a depressing brown door with old dingy glass in it. It uh, opens it up, and it's a, it's a workshop. It smells uh, stained, like the walls are stained with too many, um, uh, with like that cigarette grime. There's an old flickering vending machine that uh, is dispensing a jolt cola or 7-Up gold. Uh, the rest of the bays are empty in it. And you see this boxes of stuff everywhere. It's been untouched since Kevin passed, except for at the center of one of his work tables there is a giant corpse of a mutant big muscular buff dude dog head and you see it from its side there's a knife wound like a long knife wound kind of like the knife that uh willie carries with him uh that he keeps hidden in his guitar um and uh terrible buster swallows this last gulp licks his fingers and goes, all right, so what happened was I was walking down the highway, right? And um, 
I saw the guy, and uh, he got jumped by like six mutants. And uh, that that guy, Willie, Wiley, Willie. All right, yes, yeah, so Willie. Right. So uh, he uh, he started knifing them, but then they they dragged him away, and I was scared. So <laughs> I hid. Yes, my bad. But um, this is one of them. This one, well, and he like pets it like he would like pet a dog. This one, yeah, it's dead. Small head, big body is now one of my favorite um, NPCs that Ian has created <laughs> so far. <laughs> Man, if you would have played, uh, uh, you got a job on the garbage barge during one of the cons that I ran. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I run a guy who has a hot dog with hot dogs for fingers, even before uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, A24 film came out. It was pretty fun. Anyway, so uh, getting getting to the point, uh, Willie was jumped and taken by mutants, um, and he was following um, you know, a series of bleeping sounds from his watch. Mm. Um, so he... Um, is I, I bet they keep him, kept him alive because the they put him on a leash and they dragged him away. So you're saying he is still alive? I think this one ain't. It'd be really cool <laughs> if you knew. Well, yeah, I'm sure. He, yeah, he was alive. I watched him. So all right. Uh, so the question now becomes, in my book, do we have to perform the favor for them before we go after Willie? Because we'll be down a teammate that way, but it's probably why would we be down a teammate? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Um, (laughs) It's gonna work. If you want to keep good relationships, that would probably be the best thing to do. Um, Fuck it, I want to see this. Let's. uh, You said there's a vending machine in here. Yeah. Can I have it? it? uh, He said it dispensed. I have a. uh, It's it's got jolt. Well, I I I can hack vending machines. Yeah, it's a machine. Cool. If you want to do a quick montage here, that that are you wanting to hack into the fix the flickering light, or are you wanting to? uh, I think he wants to load up on caffeine before he. I I I want jump. I want at least three jolt colas, one a piece. (laughs) I want to fix the flickering light as a thanks for the jolt colas. And I feel like the Jolt Cola should give us an advantage on this this death-defying feat we're about to perform. I'll I'll allow it as long as you don't have a heart attack. If you can if you can quell the tachycardia. All right. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and uh, make that as a focus rule or uh, focus or outsmarts uh, for you, Max. Cool. Focus is going to be better. Okay. Um. Sorry. I'm still That's D10 for you. All right. So you as I D10 find it, and you can reroll one of them if you want. You know, Jolt Cola wasn't really that hardcore compared to a modern-day energy drink or to the Death Witch coffee that I start every day with two pots of. Like, uh, it was actually some pretty tame shit. Is Why drink Death Witch when you could drink? You can drink. Ah, plug, plugity plug. All right. All right. I, I, I rolled a six and a one, and I'm trying to think. Right, so like, five. I should re-roll. That's... I should re-roll one of these. But yeah, is it... one. Should I re-roll the one because it's all the way at the bottom and it's more likely to roll up and hit six? Or should I re-roll the six? It's either it's the same, yeah. Okay. Gambler's fallacy, my brother. Yeah. Well, I fine. Um that's a four. The weirdest thing about probability is also Hmm. like that, you know, people tell you like if the odds are one in a hundred, you do it a hundred times, it'll happen once. 
That's not true. The That's odds true. are one in a hundred every single time you perform the action. The odds are always the same. They don't go up the more you do it. That's why anyway, gambling that's is uh, yeah. not yeah. good for you. Mm -hmm. So yep. you were able to, um, a very cool, cool style, you were able to fix up the stunning machine so it dispenses cooler than it did before. It's more fluid. Um, you're able to degum the cash uh, box, you know, with like people putting in a tape, you know, nickels and stuff or whatever mm -hmm. people do. Uh, and uh, you dispense uh, some Jolt Cola and... Uh, uh, Buster looks and goes, "Wow, that's really cool, Mister." Yeah, <laughs> I know it, Bud. Mister. Hey, when you're this cool, everyone calls you Mister. Screech, 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 screech. <laughs> uh, so Joey says, "All right, well, uh, if you want, uh, I can show you the abyss." Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's how I greet every visitor to my house. <laughs> I was, you want to see me, my abyss? Yeah, let, let me read a couple things to you. I'll show you the abyss. It'll be great. Uh, I wish John wasn't muted right now. I feel like he just said something. I I said a thing, but I, <laughs> it, it's like, yeah. Hey, if you're if you're tired of like this like we can take care of that real quick like it's fine it's fine take care of what i'll show you the abyss oh yeah <laughs> talking about murder yeah. uh, uh i i because well, your ability smash things i thought you were just saying i can smash everything you're looking if you want. for That's a where change my brain of scenery went. uh so uh joey uh says come come on this way so he takes you down uh, this long corridor. It looks long enough to race down. And the entire time, he's giving you the luxurious history of the many gang leaders of the Razor Faces and their exploits and I'm listening uh, who begat who kind of yeah. a thing. Uh, and then at the end of this long corridor, you start to get the sense of sulfur, sewer gas, uh, and there's this uncomfortable humidity. And you see that literally there's like this drop-off at the end of this corridor. There is a wide, expansive abyss. You look to your left, and you look to your right, and you look down, and in all directions, it just seems like an endless gulf. Even with my dark side, I can't see shit. Um, saving you a roll, you would, like, um, you could just barely super, see super yeah. that it's super deep. You can see the very outlines of maybe, like, a crumpled bike and some bodies. Um, R.I.P. Kevin the Devil. Um, mm. And there's like a low ceiling to all of this. But on the other side of this um, is the platform, which is like a large bay on the other side. And you can see the hint of a door. Spanning the abyss are various like makeshift rope ladders and rope bridges getting to the other side that look to be of dubious reliability. And he goes, well, this is it. Okay, um, so <clears throat> I have a couple of ideas, group fellas. Okay. Um, you uh, loosen bossy cocks. Uh, I I think that we could either one ask them if we can borrow a bike. It's not out of the question, and I, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, then I have school. to throw the bike. That's be yeah, way heavier. <laughs> yes, run, run across and jump while carrying a motorcycle. That was my plan. Um, but if he throws the bike while I'm running, it's not going to help. 
I don't. I snake. I love you, man, but I don't think you've thought this one through. <laughs> okay. Um. I. I. I, I as, you're, should... as you're debating this, Buster <laughs> shuffles up and he goes, "What you doing?" Uh, I'm gonna do this real oh sweet trick. I'm gonna get from here to over there. Thanks what? to this guy. It's gonna be pretty sweet, yeah. I'm gonna jump. Gotta uh, jump. He's gonna or try, fly. yeah. <laughs> Where is this pessimism coming from? <laughs> try. He he looks at he, he splashes his like shiny gold smile and he goes, You're gonna make it. <laughs> hey, uh, Snake. Uh, me and me and the guys have been talking, and we we want you know you're cool. Like you're cool. This isn't like this isn't a write up. This isn't a verbal reprimand. But we feel that sometimes just rein in the negativity, bud. That's rain all we're asking. Can't because we're a team and we want each other to succeed. We like, really are uh, the executives. Look, look. This new book came out called um uh crap what was the, who moved what is, my key no no you have to manifest your <laughs> this, destiny visualize what you want to happen and it will and it will occur the secret Think like a, it's called the secret 88 uh gang lord yeah okay uh, i i listen to my gang mates um advice and 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 take it to heart uh i crank uh, up the cramps on my uh my orange foam headphones and uh, that that helps my mood. So um, I'm in the spirit now. You see Buster like look like in his trench coat, and he <laughs> pulls out his Walkman, and he slowly like looks for the eject button, and then he hands you a tape, um, Snake. What? Uh, yeah, I take it. What is it? And it's it's like a motivational like test like a tape. It's like a Tony <laughs> Robbins waking the the giant within. He goes, I think, I think you could, I think you could. <laughs> he pats you on the shoulder. But um, why? Why are you do? Why are you jumping? No, so so I. <laughs> I I've already expressed that I'm wearing more than one pair of headphones. So now I've got Tony Robbins on with the cramps. I was really, I was really hoping that the the cassette he gave you was the same cramps album. <laughs> Were we just talking about that like last week? That um, Flaming Lips album that you had to like get four different albums and play them at the same time to hear the songs because it was an album where like each of the four tracks of it was on a different. Like tape that you had to play, um, really obnoxious format. Anyway, Yoshina. Yeah. what? I, um, yeah, this is new to me. Um, fights the robots. Um, so that's a good album. He's a black belt in karate. Yeah, I'm. So, uh, uh, Buster looks at you, uh, Max Cool, and it is your reader. He's like, "Why? Why are you jumping?" That's <laughs> what Kevin did. Poor Kevin. First of all, it'd be really cool if I made it across, right? We can agree on that. That's yeah. 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 Second of all, you right. gotta, gotta get in there. What? What's going on? Rad? I love 
I love um wouldn't it be cool as a like motivating uh I guess you just call it like motivator in your character. Uh -huh. I think that's great. All right. Uh -huh. It's not very cool just standing here, right? So no. it'd be really cool if I jumped all the way across. Yes. Yeah. So we're gearing up, we're getting ready. You're you're draining your jolt colas. I spread out the cardboard. I uh, take one of the boom boxes off um, one of our outfits and uh, put on Scorpio by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And as that like little note at the beginning starts going, I'm doing the like most people call it the 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 worm. It's actually the snake, and I'm doing the snake like a madman. Like my actual like chin is like banging on the floor. I'm just going nuts in support for oh, my friends awful. over here. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like my version of holy rolling. Really, I'm I'm in the spirit. I'm trying to motivate my friend to succeed. Manifest that destiny, my dude. That's right. That's how you do it. You got to visualize it, see it. That's right. Fulfill I can it. see you succeeding. All right. So, uh, <laughs> you gonna take a running start? Um. So. So, John, your character is going to have the stop sign ready to launch me, right? Yes, sir. Um, so, for for you, Max Cool, I will go ahead and um, I'm going to upgrade your die from a D12 to a D10 because you're full of jolt cola. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you have the character skills of long distance running and jumping, and the item that you start with is also gives you a super long, like, moon jump. Uh, so say if the uh, the the rule book, it's it's actually in here. So, uh, what about my uh, my my launching him? Yeah. So when you do um, assisting, you get mm -hmm. to have three dice that you roll. So basically, you're going to be. I think the fun way to adjudicate this would be that you have a one shot of roll four dice, pick the best two, and hope that you just didn't get a bad spread, or else <laughs> you'll be spread. Yep, real bad. Yep, bad spread means you get spread real bad. Now keep in mind the other way you could do this would be with badass reroll, but I think this makes more sense with uh, your character build. So, all right, let her rip. Um, dramatic drum roll. Do you say some witty, pithy thing? Ooh, um, or be witty and pithy and cool. Uh, uh, ring, ring, motherfucker! <laughs> I got nothing. Um, then you, then you have to use the ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think that uh, the default, if you can't come up with a cool catchphrase, is "smell you later." As he takes off. Um, I, I don't know what to say, but I do point, and I, and I. Give the indicator, and that is when I need I need the music to change to um, the TMNT two uh, music uh, where Vanilla Ice does the ninja rap. Yeah. Okay. So tape comes out. That was at the end of one. No, that was two. Was that no? Was it secret? Two because he fights Token. They fight Token Razor. Yeah, you're right. They jump up on stage. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we, we've got ninja rap blasting like crazy. Yeah. I'm doing the the snake slash worm. Um, let's let's 
let's find out what happens. I am I, screaming. Is it a sign? I'm sad that none of you have tapped into your ninja network who your allies. <laughs> um, I mean, how do you know they're ninjas? They could be on there on the ceiling waiting to like help me out. Puff of you don't smoke. Know. I'm suddenly a ninja. Yeah. All right. So you have this perfect montage going right. on. Uh, Joey um, is you know, looking like nervously at you. Buster is like, I can't look. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. All right. Um, I want Buster to be an NPC in another game. Is the zero on a D10 <laughs> a, 10. a 10? Yeah. All right, so the difference is three and not six. Okay. <laughs> so did you roll four? Uh, I only rolled the two. So roll two more, and you get to choose the four, like, the two, yeah, the two, two closest guys. It's how I'm, I'm fast and dirty, not trying to instantly kill yeah. you. Uh, so don't out, give of me four, out of four die that you roll total, just pick the two that are closest together. Okay, so... I could go with a eight and a nine, or that's perfect. Or or uh, yeah, a zero that's, and a nine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Eight, yeah. So one. One other way. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that you are able to, to get a success. So you like Holy get a running shit. start. You hear all the Eric spell from like the black <laughs> shoes. You have that uh, Michael Jordan airtime before Michael Jordan's <laughs> Michael Jordan, <laughs> and you have that. Like death, this like that breath goes out of you. It's like you feel your feet like barely touching the edge, and then you like tumble over on the other side. And uh, as you're uh, you know on the ground, breathless, like jolt cola burning through all your veins, <laughs> Buster goes, "Why didn't you just take the rope bridge?" Because <laughs> it would. Wait, no, I gotta do it from right here. Because it wouldn't have been cool enough. <laughs> hey, um, Ian? Yeah. Why would why would a golfer have hang time? <laughs> well played. I just expended my entire repertoire of sports jokes. That's it. I'm done. Right one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so you are on the the other side of this and you can see lots of um like shoe prints and marks and it's like you know just kind of various uh shuffles and layer of dust in this area uh and then the door the door that has uh, the lock on it is a solid metal door and you can see there's been all kinds of marks on around for people have tried to pry it open or people have tried to force it and it looks like it is unbudged there's just a keyhole underneath a doorknob and the so doorknob... at that point i yell across the the abyss and i'm like say brother need a hand and i'm gonna start crossing on the rope bridge since i have the lock picks and the lock picking skill do i need to do an agility check for that or is that just like yeah a uh, go ahead and and make me one all right let's see what that is for me uh, uh, i believe that's that time for you okay now watch as i smash myself <laughs> to pieces on the bridge after he fucking sailed over this shit with no problem uh let's see that's a well, you have acrobatics as a character skill, so you yeah. Would do this no, my a... I, I succeeded anyway. It's a two is my total. So okay, yeah. Uh, so you get to the other side, and you see mm. the same thing as him. This door looks like it's been forced over a long time. 
I'm going to try and pick the lock. <laughs> Looking at the lock, it is a very unusual lock. It doesn't look like a slag or a best key, which are like the two most mm -hmm. common keys. Um, it almost resembles some cross between like a best and a skeleton key. Like it is almost like a, like a weird Templar key of how it uh, flanges out in a weird thing. You're like, this is a weird weird key okay so I'm you're not to sure if you can pick it but you can try all right i'm 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 looking to see if i have another skill that would help and nope so i am gonna try to do that that's mm, which skill is that uh uh for you doing lock picking um that mm. would be Maybe it probably agility because of tumblers. Although, if you right. wanted to use um, outsmart or focus, that you, you could argue any of those. I would, yeah, I would focus, argue focus. Um, focus, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take focus with an advantage, so that's gonna be a d12. Do, 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 do. Fuck six. Ah, and a four ah that's a success already that's a two so and then the other one i rolled is a five so actually that's a one i can take a one nice. on the five and six or five so and you four. start to lock pick and you can feel some of these tumblers almost catching but it doesn't budge so there's like a weird thing where as you got this one tumbler up and out of the way and you're putting your your next pry in there's this weird like hum and a click and something hmm. snaps down and breaks your pick in the lock um from across the uh the gap uh you hear like that shrill pitch of buster go what are you doing <laughs> i i love that guy <clears throat> trying to pick a lock buddy you need a key yes yes we do one of the dogs had a weird key oh fuck God damn it. Okay. Yeah, that's like three times why you were trying to get across. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I guess, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, hey, hey, win win. We need to get our friend back from the mutants. Mutants have the key. Alliance with the razor face uh, works out for everyone. So, I would say so. Ring, oh, yeah. ring, motherfucker. As, as you are, uh, <laughs> while you were doing that, before your lockpick broke, you were able to actually move most of the tumblers aside in just a way that you got a sneak peek inside the room beyond. And what did I see? You see that it's a, a small room, but it's full of technical equipment, like TV screens. You think there's like six or seven TVs kind of like built in like a, a grid or VCRs or is it Betamax? Uh, <laughs> there, I mean, or no, wait, maybe it's one big screen and there's seven, six, seven, some, a lot of tech equipment. You didn't get a great look at it. The one thing you, you think that you saw, though, was um, some type of suitcase with a big Z slashed across it. Oh, I think that's uh, Dr. Zeke's codpiece. Um, you said uh, suitcase shaped codpiece, right? No, it's just I a just... large leather suitcase. There could be a codpiece in it. I mean, oh, Dr. I, I, I just legendary... heard what I wanted to hear. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <gasps> oh, 
All right. Uh, so montaging back, um, you uh, probably have a dramatic sequence where you're clinging to the back of uh, Max Cool while he launches himself over the abyss. <laughs> I like that a lot better than the rope bridge. Am I? Am I now the leader of the biker gang? I think he's. So when you when you yeah. Oh my you god, that's a good point. Actually, no, because he didn't ride. Like, there are bike that's specific jump it on your bike, though, isn't it? But well, when I think you, that when means you come he ascends from back, king to uh, emperor or something. Do you, what, what, so do you make that point when you come back across? So, so when we get there and we're coming across, like, oh, yeah, I jumped your gap. Not a big deal. <laughs> um, so Joey looks at you like the entire time he is. So, are you playing it cool? Like, Cool, cool. Or are you being like, yeah, I'm Max actually cool. a leader. I'm playing it Max cool. That's uh, the only what? way. Let's 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 go I, ahead I, and roll me a convinced check. Let's just okay. see because you uh, could convinced. rightfully make we a claim. Mobilize the whole goddamn that. army. We could mobilize all the razor yeah. blades. Get them revving down in those sewers. At least get some bikes. You know. Uh, that's uh one and a five, so four. But keep keeping it cool is one of your character skills. So that's an advantage. You, you get to roll, roll one other die. Right. Pick which one you want to re-roll. Got worse. What did you get? <laughs> I got a six instead of a five. Well, wait a minute. What was... Well, that... Wait, wait you, is it a difference of one now? Uh, it, Like, okay. So I physically picked up the die that was a five. You said, and then I rolled matter. that. Oh, well, then, yeah, it's one. Sure. So that's a that's a success, yeah. I'll let it slide. Um, yes, so you're able to argue that you should be the rightful leader of the Razor Faces, and there is some grumbling as the Razor Faces start to uh, accumulate, and they're like, technically, no one's made the jump before, and you've made the jump, but on foot. That other makes you the worst Razor Face in the history of the <laughs> Razor Faces, or the max coolest of razor faces that ever razor faced. We will Come on. we will make a formal declaration later, but for now you will be considered a interim leader for sake of this. Uh, as May we I make have one line point? goals. Well, May yeah. I make one point to that mutant sure. leader? Um, I, I would say that an alliance between our gangs into one mega gang could be very beneficial. And also, and I'm, I'm pointing at Max Cool, who's just like looking damn cool. And I say like, do you think that a motorcycle is going to slow that motherfucker down? There's like a weird hushed awe that falls over everything. Even the, <laughs> the perpetual din of the banging and thrashing that's in those, uh, garages just stops. And there's like a moment of maybe we should ally forces. What would we call this new gang? Let's see. Are we're the executives? They're the razor faces. There's got to be something that's like the Occam's razor. Corporate <laughs> face. <laughs> the Occam's razors. I kind of like that. Um, maybe just the razors. Maybe we shorten it from razor faces. We should probably. Hey, we should keep the, the, the executives and the razors of uh, the razor of uh, razor faces. We we need to. We should probably talk to Nadine, guys. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, but for the moment, that's a good point. But for the moment, we'll we'll uh, we'll unify our forces and take a war band to go 
see if we can't haul Willie's ass out of the abyss, uh, not the abyss, but the highway. So, uh, Joey Tempest takes you, and Buster kind of uh, trumbles after you, and um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, in my head, I'm kind of now starting to think of, like, the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah! Oh, yes. Yeah! yeah. Um, and uh, you go, uh, we've got something that's going to be helpful for the mutants. Um and he goes to one of those three bay doors, the garage doors, where there's all of that absolute hell ruckus coming from. And he bangs on the door uh, and lifts up the door just a bit and says, boys, we have a job for you. And you hear like shit, like hitting in the walls, stops. And then like this like cacophony of hurrahs. And... Uh, <laughs> you uh the the bay doors come up and you see that there are razor faces that are just frothing at the mouth literally foaming at the mouth eyes bloodshot completely roided out um and they are just sort of like hulking almost like just swollen with just roids and drugs and they're like what do we do mutants Joey explains that this is their berserker enclave uh, that they rile up in times of dire need and threat. Um, They are the crazy riders. They have bright red visors on their helmets, leopard fur suits, pads made from animal bones, red katanas, and they have bikes that are just festooned with all kinds of grisly trophies. Um... It's uh, one of the razor face traditions, and anyone in the razor face can become one of the crazy riders during a time of need. Um, after their drugs and all the drug laced food of theirs are worn out, they go back to being normal razor faces, and someone else takes the rule. So, um, I'm really glad that we didn't have to fight these guys and that they're on our side now. What we learn from tabletop role-playing games is how to solve uh, conflict through diplomacy and coalition building. And flexing. And flexing. Also and, flexing. And, and, and drinking cool. too much, I was going to say, drinking too much jolt and uh, flying jumping over a, the abyss. Jumping a long-ass gap, yeah. Uh, so there's a dramatic montage where you see the crazy faces, uh, crazy writers, excuse me, um, do a dramatic montage where they gear up while playing music. It's several of them playing asynchronously Eye of the Tiger. Um, (laughs) And they gear up their bikes and they uh, ride out with you, um, ride ride beyond and behold kind of a situation. Um, Sail away. Send right down the uh, the highway with you. Um, so the question is, do you want to take a full entourage of warriors? And so ready at your disposal, uh, there are, well, that was a low roll. There are uh, five of these crazy riders that can ride out with you, or you can uh, take a more stealthy approach and take uh, just go by yourselves without bikes. What's where do you how do you want to approach this? Stealth or force? Cleansing of the wicked. What do you guys think? Uh, third option is to split the party and we sneak in and send them in as a diversion. Oh, hmm. 
just throwing it out there. I don't know if it's the right move for us. Well, you are their leader and probably our leader at this Look, point. I'm yeah. just trying to keep it cool. I'm just trying having, to keep it cool, guys. Having performed a feat of uh, feat of heroic strength and all, and I couldn't have done it all on my own without the operator or Joe or Joel Cola. Or Joe Cola. So Joel Cola gets a vote. The operator gets a vote. <laughs> uh huh. I um, I'm not a big fan of splitting up from awesome people. And those guys are those guys are fucking sick. They are pretty cool. I want to ride on the like. I'm assuming like many dirt bike riders, they have those pegs on the back for doing sick ass tricks. And I'm thinking that like uh, I I want to like hopefully ride on the back where I get to like stand on those and hold on to the dude's shoulders, you know. So it sounds like we're gonna we're gonna get to ride on we're gonna ride bitch on a bunch of dirt bikes. <laughs> in that in there to fight mutants. All right. So I prefer to think of it as riding chariot, but okay. Okay. What whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's cool either way, man. <laughs> I mean, we're not gonna judge. We're all big one big happy gang now. That's right. It's true. So you uh and the crazy riders get on bikes and you head out to the highway. As soon as you cross into the highway you get a little bit of feeling of like trepidation and doom. There's a weird fog in this hallway that smells like too many wet dogs and weird molds and fungi and some sulfurous thing you're not okay with. Um, and you start to fly down this. You get hit in the face with lots of these cobwebs and stuff. Crazy Rider just eating them uh, if they have their visors up <laughs> as you are just flying down. You almost feel like you're going down at a gradient. We, you can see that there are patches of like weird mold that do grow in the wall and strains rats with too many eyes blinking. Um, and in fact, as you go down the corridor, um, there is a large brown snake-like thing that uncoils in the center of the highway. It uh, hisses from a distance as you rev your engines towards it. Stop, um, stop the stop the vehicles. Let me handle this. I'll go talk to him. I'll have you know, I rolled this random encounter naturally. And, and I'll uh, have you know that snake handling is one of my skills. No, and I'm like, I thought this would have no <laughs> use. So I'm like, this is really cool. I love when this happens. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's let's a see. sewer gonna... serpent. It is a large yeah. brown snake with fangs that swims in the sewer tries to eat and gobble up smaller things, human or less sized, uh, and it smells just like feces. Mm -hmm. I am going to try to convince uh, this fine specimen. No, no let's, that's a terrible stat. Let's see what else I can do. Um, you could do move, because if you look at snake, quote-unquote snake charming, it's a, yeah. it's a lot of hand movements. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna like pick it up and throw it like way the fuck uh, off into the darkness. Um, is what I'm gonna do by using my um, agility check with an advantage for snake handling. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, so. make it happen. All right, I hope I do because otherwise I'm probably gonna get bit. <laughs> oh, I don't even need to roll again. That's a one. That's I am rolling hot tonight. So that is nice. a success. All right. Uh, so, do you have a witty snake joke or a uh, a crikey or anything like that as you do this? 
<laughs> Crikey. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I'll, no, um, I'm, uh, no, I, I'm on the spot, just like Pat. All right. I, I got So nothing. you just undramatically yeet a snake. You um, know what? At... It's hard, it's harder to be a 80s action star than it seems in the movies. Like yeah. when you're on the spot. It looks so easy. He did. Yeah. All right. This will unclog. Yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> you, uh, you throw the sewer snake out of the way, uh, out, and it kisses and slurps its way into some type of little outpipe to hopefully pop up into someone's toilet somewhere far away. <laughs> um, when you do that, you see that in the distance, there are many other blinking eyes of other snakes. And as you've just displayed your prowess, uh, you hear this uh, chorus of kisses, and they scatter away from the... I, I celebrate very briefly by doing the snake on the road and then uh, get back up and, and we can continue on our way. As you hop out on your bike, you can see in the distance there is something that looks like uh, holiday uh, lights that you know kind of go on like on a holiday tree of some kind wrapped around something dangling from the ceiling. Punctuates the gloom of this hallway that otherwise this corridor is otherwise lit by just by emergency lighting. Uh, so it sticks out very almost suspiciously. Uh, hop up on your bike, and the rest of you continue. Yeah, um, like that seems like bait to me. The the shiny thing, like an like almost like something like an anglerfish would dangle out there. Um, do you, do you or, share that with your friends? Yes, I do. Um, of course, that bait could be Willie, poor Willie's um, remains, his humanes. I don't know. What do you guys think? The operator? You're a tough bastard. I think that um, the best... <clears throat> I think the best way to deal with any threat is to call them direct. <laughs> so that, i think i think that um i think the three of us knows how to do this shit i think i think that when when fate is calling <laughs> when destiny <laughs> is dialing your number the only way you <laughs> do is to answer and say no my refrigerator isn't running my great coupon's <laughs> right here. Up your ass! <laughs> uh, I would love to see the uh, the operator, if ever lives again in the future, uh, if you have the opportunity to have like a quarter on a string that you like flick into someone's eye. Like. <laughs> it's, it's when Max Cole trains me to use the yo-yo. Yeah. So, yeah what I want to see is... Hacking. I want to see John do an operator cosplay at, at KillerCon where he builds a uh, Transformer style. I'd like... love to see that. Uh, so the crazy writers are frothing in the mouths, just itching every second you're pausing. They're uncomfortably revving their engines and they yeah, just let's... rear forward as let's you uh, go forward. Uh, as you barrel down the corridor, you can see closer and closer. It is, must be some type of bait because it sure as hell with the <laughs> dreadlocks and the smashed guitar it looks like it is willie um he's gagged at the mouth and he is descended from the ceiling um with those christmas lights um off to the side um you can see there's a small um like room in the tunnel like one of those uh access or like little maintenance rooms 
um, and you can just barely hear him over the sound of the uh, the engines of him just like muffling something really loud through his gag. Probably it's a trap. Um, so I've got could, an idea. He, he could be mouthing, I have the clap, but you can't really tell. <laughs> well, everybody knows Both that about could Willie, be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have throwing knives, um, and I could cut, probably, like, fling one and cut his ass down, but, like, that might hurt him. So I need someone to catch him if I do that. Um, and also whatever attacks us, we need our easy writers to, uh, like, eviscerate them most brutally so yeah time, let's oh, okay. we've got a couple minutes before we transition out i think that's i think that's the plan i think we're gonna try and uh or do we want to leave it right here well i was gonna say we'll do a dramatic montage of i think um throwing daggers operator <clears throat> charging in with like telephone uh 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 sign pole and axe just like lumbering into the darkness Screaming, ring, ring, motherfucker. I love that. Uh, as you dramatically work together to free Willie from the ceiling, uh, you get these, you can see with the headlamps of all of your bikes, red glowing orbs in the distance, and you see that they are the dog heads of the mutants, a large pack of them swarming into you as you take the bait. And of course, true to its nature, as you rip off the duct tape off his face, he screams, it's the trap, it's a trap. Yep. Um, he's also itching himself a lot, so he could also have the clap. Could be true. <laughs> um, but with that, you see a strange glint of metal on uh, dangling from one of the mutants' necks. Um, and uh, you look at, uh, at uh, Willie, and he's missing his watch. So with that, with a pack of mutants wielding Uzis and machetes and baseball oh, bats... Shit. Um, we will dramatically close here. Then the last thing you hear is the revving of engines and the gnashing of crazy writer teeth as you hear like a cassette tape go into a, a deck to like play some loud battle music. Beep um, doo. Did any um, of us have a firearm? Like I, I had a gun. But oh, okay. like when would like when would I have shot anyone with my well my point is eagle? like anything with Uzis would have fucked us up I think so one, well uh, one of you has a new actually you have the Uzi uh, Max Cool Max Cool oh, okay. I think wait I thought he had a desert no no sorry eagle. Max Cool has the Desert Eagle yeah. uh, hold up here who, uh, who has Eagle a Deagle is not bad uh, let's see do, do, do. Uh, oh, Snake, you have the Uzi shit I have a shotgun holy shit I didn't ah, know that we're fine. I would have been well, shooting stuff all the time. Okay. Well, you I need... where were you shot? Oh, I dude. don't know. I would have found a way. You um, saw the abyss. Oh my god. Patchkey, take us take us to the discussion screen. They were already there. We... Oh, thank God. Um so um obviously we're all having fun, but you know what's not fun? Anti drugs. No, I can't say that straight face. Drugs are great. Drugs are great. Drugs are really cool. I thought we were gonna go straight back into the anti-Semitism. Like I thought this would be a good teaching moment. No, no I was trying to do like the eighties. The more you know, like <laughs> drugs aren't cool, but like let's be honest. Dare to be cool. The only drugs reason. All right. Drugs are totally uh, I was gonna go with so more uh, anti-eighties. 
we have a great European audience, and they may not be familiar with uh, the American anti-drug culture, especially in the Nancy Reagan era. Uh, um, in our public education system, there would be drug enforcement officers or ex-addicts that would come and make you sign a dare pledge that would be i will never use drugs for the rest of my life it was like they would tell you how to get the drugs which is the best part as you can see it worked like a charm yeah you know i always grew up worried that like there would be people that would just be on the street hey kid you want drugs and like that just never happens but like all the training we were given was just say no for people offering you drugs on the street people offering you drugs is people being nice to you because drugs cost money and yeah. and that's that's an act of hospitality is what that is. Anyway, so yeah. uh, let's like look. Uh, we can all agree that um, the the safe and uh, and uh, yeah the safe use of what you do in your own house uh, is your own damn business. Um. So we we we've had fun tonight. Um. Even 80s theme? We are we are so going great. into there are two more weeks left to this month. Uh I can't remember what we're doing next week, but I bet Ian Legends does. Legends of the lunch line. Legends Fuck, yes. of the lunch line. It's gonna be fun. We are all going to be lunch ladies. Uh I'm going to I'm going to sling Don't so much mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Um it's gonna be Kick, rad. Kicking ass and cooking tots. It's gonna be great. Uh, it's it looks like a super fun game, and we're gonna have fun. And then after that, uh, the the four of us are going to go our own separate ways. Uh, kind of decide our we're uh, we're gonna talk and like have a essentially like a hey, here's these categories. What game was best for this? What game was best for this? And at the end of the night, maybe we'll crown it like this was my this is like the game that everyone needs to check out. Uh, we'll 2022 review and we'll talk about some of the yeah, higher end roundup of, uh, yep it's it's our games. it's our reward show roundup yeah. uh Absolutely. that will be uh the 28th um in the meantime um you know we're we're all kind of struggling to keep saying as the weather turns cold for some for me it's still in the 80s so it's just a mild chill I think um, you got about two and a half feet of snow going on now. It's like wow, criminal. Yeah, Arrest it's, it's the weather. Uh, it's Utah. I love it. It's great. I, I was just gonna bring it back full circle and say you have been watching Alt New York City's Adventure Part One: Free Willy. Uh, and uh, that's available at uh, if you go to our Twitter at Juan Moncast or um, to our Instagram, you can find the link to it right there. Fantastic fiction uh, written by uh, Pontus and uh, with his help from his Horn Hand Writing Collaborative. Fantastic stuff on Etsy. It's only available physically. You can't buy it digitally. So, Which so, I um, think is actually really dope. And like, yeah. I'm a guy with a visual infirmity who usually objects to print only, but with game stuff, I love analog stuff. I just think it makes it a little extra special. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. For sure. Um. Uh, we have a uh, Madness Art Press has a book coming out. Uh, at eleven fifty-five p.m. Central Time, uh, December thirty-first, called "The Last Five Minutes of the Human Race." Read this while is you can. O- it is only available in hardback 
Uh, it is an art book and alphabet primer from Bizarro artist Jim Agpalza and Bizarro award-winning for his book, for his book Jurassic Christ, uh, <laughs> Michael Allen Rose. Um, it is a primer about an apocalyptic alphabet, and it is amazing. It's beautiful. We really, it's it's twenty five bucks, so it's like it's a pricey book, but like we went all out. The reason it costs so much is like we're like okay, hardcover, a hundred pound, uh, full color gloss pages. Like it, we made an art thing, yeah, uh, and we're really excited about it. Um, holy shit, the art is so good. Um. Other announcement. I sent Morka Beans to the printer. Whoa, I thought you said um, layout wasn't done in the uh, last update. Layout is now done in Morka Beans. I, I sent it to the printer, and then I wrote them a very big check that made me hurt in my stomach. Wow. And then, uh, then John was kind enough to send me a review copy, so you can look for that. I will be reading and reviewing it um having not participated in its creation it'll be well i was a backer but you know i'm I'm looking forward to that so you can look it'll be as impartial as my good friend can be um he'll be honest uh also on a related but kind of also unrelated um note um i got the audio back from john wayne kaminale for whispers of the dead saint so nice. um that is happening and finally on my on on my end at least um i am in talks with a publisher for another um ip book uh wow. it it will be grim and infectious and uh honestly the repercussions could be vast that's all i'll say on that um if you want to find the four of us chuckle fox and you know you do you go to onemoncast.com. Oh, and uh, if you like the music at the beginning and end of our 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 show, um, that's by yeah. Bob Wizard, who makes a, who made a coffee yeah. that Ian is holding up. Ian, what's the name of that fucking coffee? Where can people fucking get it? So this is Smuggler Coffee. It is a local coffee roaster uh, in Lowell, Indiana. So that's northwest uh, in the region, if you are familiar with Indiana. Um, they do all kinds of interesting small batches and they get uh, they have a large barrel age program where they use really cool barrels from uh, Indiana, Michigan and local environs. So Bog Wizard has their own coffee is Coffees of Doom and it is aged in a hotel tango just, uh, whiskey barrel. It is a bourbon barrel from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And that is uh, an interesting distillery because it was one of the first small distilleries it was the first veteran owned micro distillery and one of the first new distilleries in the state um mm. that op- independently operated so um kind of a, a cool connection there so it's definitely um i'm still doing like tasting notes and smell notes haven't brewed my first batch yet but you can really get that barrel characteristic rye toast uh, you know caramelized sugars the whole shebang it's kind of a, of a great. medium dark roast um so i'm looking for it tucking into it and uh they still have a couple of copies of miasmic purple smoke which barbaria our theme song is on on vinyl go to a uh, big uh, i can't remember <laughs> show notes don't worry about it uh, yeah go, go um, to their big cartel site um yeah. they're on big cartel if you just search for bog wizard pops right yep. up but again, like in the show notes of the YouTube and hey, did you know you could just listen to us? 
Yeah, yeah. we're audio yep. only as well. We are once again. again. Go to your go to your favorite podcast listening device. Look up Wandering Monster um backslash John's sexy chest. No, that's not true. Um, and you'll get you'll get our audio. Um as always, whatever media you're checking us out on, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, or podcast, Feedback. like the episode, hit hey, subscribe. You should like us. <laughs> it, <laughs> it really helps us um uh grow and it helps us algorithmically the algorithm Um, yeah yeah, it it helps us invent the internet (laughs) though it prevents global warming though it's an inconvenient truth that we need you to click the like and subscribe button it does yeah it really does um and you know it's important to remember i just want to say in this age where billionaires are openly mocking us with their decisions uh if you if you have Amazon Prime and you use that to subscribe for free for free to our Twitch channel that is directly taking $5 out of Jeff Bezos's pocket every month and handing it to us like he's getting your working, money either way we're currently working on the technology to make it so that that $5 on its way from Bezos's pocket to ours, actually gives Elon a paper cut, but we're not quite there yet. Like I would, the there is literally no amount of money yeah. I would not pay for that. Now, yep, yep, yep. I would pay the five dollars we get from people. It's That's a blizzard like... of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, friends, thank you so much for joining. Oh, one Moncast. You can go to our website, one Moncast. Stop holding up coffee. Um, and you can you can check out all of our stuff there. Find all of our socials. Check out the Juan Moncast uh, on Twitter specifically because Charles does an amazing job uh, keeping that shit flowing and on fire. Thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey that we call Wandering Monster. I'm the operator. Uh, I was a sneak. <laughs> I've been the broom. Uh, <laughs> And I've just been keeping it cool all night. How cool? Max, cool. Max, Max, cool. Ring, ring, motherfuckers. <laughs>